Welcome back to We Hate Sports Podcast. This is episode two. I'm PC, aka Cameron McCollum, with my co-host TK Hayes. Joining us on the cast this week, we have John, Ray, nope. and introducing Jay, aka Space, and our guests to come soon. So let's just jump right into it, boys. So it is almost New Year's uh, 2020. This horrible year is finally coming to a close very soon. But through all the horrible things that have gone on this year, there have been a lot of good things, uh, especially in sports. So my first question to you, what has been the best sports moment of 2020 in your opinion? CK, my co-host, I'll start with you. Um, <clears throat> I think the best sports moment and I'd be surprised if nobody, if at least one person doesn't agree with me. I still think it's that Ravens and um, Browns game. You guys remember that Monday night game or was it Sunday night? I don't remember, but like Monday night. That, that's what made that shit super crazy to me, bro. Was Lamar Jackson running out of the tunnel like he was a fucking superhero and lit- literally coming to save the day, bro? Like that shit was fucking incredible. So I still think that's the that was like literally the best sports moment of of twenty twenty so far, bro. Like, it, it kind of just goes to show you that through everything, through COVID and everything, like, we had sports. It was all for a reason, bro. Like, we're literally about to fucking be in the playoffs. And, dog, I remember before we did this podcast and everything, we were having conversations in a group chat about how we were all in doubt that the season wasn't even finna make it past, you feel me, the midway, bro. So, like, yeah, that's pretty fucking incredible. Something straight out of a movie. Right? <laughs> Ain't that something? Let's go ahead. All right. So I think only one other person would agree with me is, of course, the Lakers winning the NBA championship. I haven't seen a ring in almost 10 years, and i finally seen one. That's, that's what I can say. They did it for Kobe. Hard year. They grinded it out. And did they think? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So. My greatest moment in sports. Nobody's going to agree, but fuck y'all, because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> greatest moment in sports. My nigga, Antonio Brown, coming back to play. Yes, sir. All charges drop. Real nigga. <sighs> Too bad it's not for the Patriots, though. But still, <laughs> glad he's back. Or right, my, obviously, you know, 2020, before everything went south, the Super Bowl champion. Kansas City Chiefs to come back in Miami against the 49ers. Especially Damian Williams' run at the very end just made it that much sweeter. So much sweeter, bro. That last touchdown is always incredible, dog. Uh-huh. That game Nine is over, Yeah. Ah, man. As I look back at 2020, so much, there was so much... Like, crazy stuff that happened this year. Um, I'd probably say I have to go with the best moment. It would have to be an L.A. team, not the Lakers. I'm going to go to baseball. I'm going to say the Dodgers. I mean, you talk about a team that has been there for years and have never been able to win the big one, have never been able to put it away. And they finally did it this year, finally being the Rays in six to win the World Series. Clayton Kershaw First ballot Hall of Famer. He got his first ring. 
um, you know, it, it was a weird time because Justin Turner had COVID and, you know, he, he was celebrating on the field. But, you know, I still think it was a moment of uh, 2020 that I think resonates with a lot of people. And, you know, it, for the city of L.A., you're a city of champions times two with the Lakers, too. So I'd say that this year uh, was by far the best moment. Celebration was good. So here's the question for you guys. Now that the NBA season has started, which NBA rookie has impressed you guys the most this season? I guess for, for me personally, I guess I'm going to have to say, well, to be honest, I haven't really paid attention to rookies this season because everybody on the on the podcast can tell you I mainly only pay attention to my Lakers. But I guess I would have to say uh, LaMelo Ball. Um, I mean, that dude's going to be a beast. I think he's going to average – I think he's going to – he's going to – kind of average the same kind of numbers like as 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 a Russell Westbrook like he's definitely going to get average a triple du- double at least one one season at least I don't think it, it'll be like two or three seasons like rusted but I think he has the body he has the the length and the 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 skills he has and the skills to uh to basically kind of do what Russell Westbrook did so I think that I think he's going to win rookie of the year um like I said, I haven't really paid much attention to any rookies this year. So, for me personally, it's going to have to be LaMelo. Ooh, that's a good one. From the rookies I've seen from game, from the three games so far, LaMelo has definitely stepped out and also Wiseman. <clears throat> Honestly, Wiseman is the second. In my opinion, he most likely will win the rookie of the year only because he is that second best player on the Warriors. I know that's a lot to say. He's a rookie. But... From what I've seen, he is the second best player on the floor. That's my take. Over Ubre and everybody else, bro. Really? He's that good. Ubre's, right Ubre can't shoot. Yeah, Ubre oh, really? can't shoot, bro. Yeah, he yeah, can't yeah. shoot. Wow. He's over for thirty, wow. over thirty-one from anything that's not a dunk. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, bro. Uh, pretty much everybody would agree that it is well. Pretty much wise men, but I'm gonna go with as well. Celtics rookie Peyton Pritchard. Last night he put on the clinic. He was five of five, 13 points. That boy's a shooter. He's good. He'll be real good coming up later in the season and his career. I think he's impressed me the most so far out of every rookie. I'll go with someone totally off the radar. Uh, not gonna win a rookie of the year or anything. But I don't know if it's a hard rookie, undrafted, by the way, Nathan Knight. He was four or five uh, from the field, two or three from three, uh, 14 points as a good man. Uh, possibly, in the future, a potential plant compatible replacement. Hmm. Oh. Ooh, that's a good take. Um. So for me, um, I probably I could just be biased and say you know Tyrese Maxey, you know Tyrese Maxey's been you know such a speed demon for us. Um, but I'm gonna go actually with Benny Ajiba, uh, the rookie for the Wizards. And when he faced us in the opening game of the season, um, he was actually really solid. Um, you know, I like his game. He was the most touted overseas player um, coming, you know, out of Europe in the draft this year, and you know I think he 
he's he has a lot of like potential to his game for sure. He could shoot the three. Um, he's able to you know pass the ball as well. So for me, Denny uh, Ab- Abjida, I-, I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> it's very hard, but <laughs> he for sure is um, you know the rookie that has impressed me the most. You know, outside of him, I would definitely have to go Wiseman too. Uh, Wiseman, he's just been. I'm gonna say it. He's he's been the uh, Warriors' best player so far this year. You know, wow. with everyone else shooting as bad as they've been, not even Steph has been shooting amazingly well, like we're so used to seeing. He's only four of twenty-three from three to shoot. So, you know, for me, Wiseman has been the standout player for them. Uh, that might change with uh, Draymond still having to play. Uh, of course, you have Clay, of course, but. Uh, James Wiseman has been the best rookie, in my opinion, so far this year. So we just had Tolu join. So Tolu, welcome. I'm going to ask you the same question I just asked the fellas. Who would you say so far this year has impressed you the most as a rookie in the NBA? Mm. Either Wiseman or Anthony Edwards. But I like Wiseman better because he's been like – like PC said, he's been balling for the Warriors this so far. And Steph, Steph's been having a relatively subpar year so far. I know it's only been, like, what, three games? But I'm th- obviously that's going to change because it's Steph Curry. But Wiseman's been impressive so far. So I've, 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 seen a, I've seen their game. I see their game a little last night. He was, like, grabbing. Like, he was doing typical center stuff. So I think Wiseman or uh, Edwards. All right, so outside of football and basketball, what is your favorite sport to watch? I'm going to go ahead and start this one. Um, I mean, not to toot my own horn, but, you know, I, I'm able to watch, like, any sport and kind of, like, get it and enjoy it. Um, outside of football and basketball, I'd probably say, and this may be a little shock to everyone, but I'd probably say hockey. I mean, outside of, like, football and, you know, rugby, hockey is probably the most physical, like, fun sport to watch. And, like, everyone always goes crazy after a goal, too. It's it's fun to watch. And hockey has fights, too. And if there's anything that I would love to see more in a basketball game or a football game, it's someone fighting. And hockey has that. So, for me, it would have to be hockey. And I'd probably go ba- uh, baseball, too. Uh, it's like a secondary sport. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go second. Um, <clears throat> I think my, my, my favorite sport to watch outside of basketball and football would probably be either UFC or, yeah, I'm going to have to go to UFC. I'm not a violent person at all, but I do enjoy people punching and beating the shit out of each other, bro. Like, when I was a kid, my UFC was, like, wrestling until, like, I grew up and realized that actually, no, kids might be watching, so never mind. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Wrestling is real. Remember that. Um, <laughs> UFC, <laughs> UFC, um, like I said, it, I think it's, it's more than, than, just, than just fighting. Like, UFC is like an art. Like, People have different, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but there's different types of, of fighting styles, I guess, is the word I was looking for. Like some people, uh, what, what's the uh, southpaw? 
So you have some people that are just straight up fighters and brawlers. You know what I'm saying? Like I like to see different. I like to see different people's different people with different personalities and different problems be put in a cage, to where they're just allowed to literally beat the living shit out of each other until they can't beat each other anymore. So that's pretty fucking exciting to me, bro. So, yeah, UFC is definitely my answer. Uh, yeah, I'll go next. This may be a surprise to all of you, but outside of basketball and football, my favorite sport to watch is soccer. And you know, on Twitter, some people, well, a lot of people say soccer is not a real sport, but that's clean, especially World Cup. I love. I agree, bro. Uh-huh. Hell yeah, I love the World Cup. There's any, World Cup is like, nice. if there is any kind of soccer I'll watch, it's definitely the World Cup. Yeah, me too. World Cup is fire. Space. Go I'm gonna go All next right. uh, to piggyback off what TK says. Uh, what my favorite sport to watch besides football and uh, basketball is does WWE count as a sport? Yeah. Yeah, WWE. Yeah, they put yeah. their bodies on the line. I think you. I think you have to count it as a sport. Yeah, I, I'm a huge WWE fan. Like ever since, like I've like ever since I've seen the Undertaker, Edge, John Cena, Batista, like old yes, school sir. wrestling was so, those that those were the days. But the new age wrestling is like not as good now. But I still watch it because like on my free time, like when I'm when football and basketball. Is, I think WWE more so now is like obviously it's for the kids more so, but I think it's more of of like storylines. Mm-hmm. Whether whereas back then we used to see good ass fights, you feel me? That like now, not, like now WWE has some really good ass storylines, bro. And that shit goes on and on and on, bro. You feel me? So like yeah. that, I think I think that's why it's changed so much, bro. Mm-hmm. Like more storylines and actual like fighting and shit. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Mm-hmm. You All also right. have oh, other wrestling promotions like AEW too, um, and New Japan um, pro wrestling. Like those, those are like the ones that like a lot of like older fans of wrestling tend to go to now because WWE is so like entertainment based. I guess is the best yeah. way to put it. I mean, you can have a whole podcast on wrestling. That'll be the next project. Go ahead, space. All right. So my sport to watch when I'm not watching basketball or football. It's track and field. <laughs> Love it. Oh, yeah. Putting everybody putting their bodies on the line to finish, to do whatever they have to. You see so much compassion for the sport watching it, knowing that everyone's giving their 111, 150%. Know, pulling a muscle like on that sport is probably the most devastating thing you can do. So watching someone go back and help that person instead of finishing the race, seeing that makes it like, oh, Humanity still has a chance of human kindness instead of, you know, being one track minded. So, yeah, track and sport, track and field is definitely my, my go to. You got to have real good sportsmanship to do that. I wouldn't do that shit. I'd watch that. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest, bro. No sportsmanship. <laughs> Go ahead, John. So, just because of the still the college type atmosphere i'll go i'll go college baseball just sec particularly uh it's really any given day a shoot i saw some no name low d1 team 
upstate. Vanderbilt is like Alabama in a sense. Take a minute to look. Right, right. And stop because I'm gonna look at everything. I saw I saw a very low level team upset the number one team in the country last year. So, and it's not as um, not as predictable uh, as far as like regular or like regular routine ground balls. Is it because Patrick Mahomes played baseball? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. A lot of football players, a lot of quarterbacks that play college mm-hmm. baseball. Yeah, a lot. Kyler Murray. I thought he got, thought he got the strong ass arm. Mahomes. Wasn't, wasn't Mahomes' dad a baseball player too? Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> sure. All right. So let's do an NBA preview, guys. Bucks versus Heat, Suns versus Pels, and the Hawks and the Hawks versus the Knicks. Let's start with the Bucks versus Heat. Go ahead, PC. So in this game, uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a early test for you know both teams. Um, I know the Bucks they just came off an embarrassing loss to the Knicks, lost by twenty. Um, while the Heat, it's kind of still chugging along, you know. Um, they just beat the Pelicans by a lot on Christmas. Um, I know, I know, it's um, it's it's kind of a first like huge like test for Giannis. Like during these like first two three games for him, uh, especially against Boston, like he's been tested. You know, he's supposed to be the guy. He's supposed to be like the best player in the league. You know, they gave him this supermax, and he's supposed to help them out a lot. And you know, we're gonna see if. That Drew Holiday signing was uh, it paid off or not? Um, because this is this is an Eastern Conference Finals rematch, um, and I think redemption time for Giannis and the Bucks. Um, you know, because the Heat they're a solid team. You know, coach super well. So this is like <coughs> first like huge big test for Giannis and the Bucks in this early season for sure. Go ahead, Tolu. Yeah, um, I I agree. Like Giannis, like everyone, like he signed that big supermax in Milwaukee. Like he literally showed the front offices of players trying to recruit him from Milwaukee. Um, and they picked up Drew Holiday. I, I don't think that's going to be enough, to be honest, because Drew Holiday is good, but Drew Holiday is not a superstar. Like. Like, I'm going to alliterate what Max Kellerman has said. Like, yeah, like Giannis needs a true Robin. Like, he, he doesn't have a true, like, Robin. Like, like every big man needs, like, a non-big that's just as good as him. And Giannis doesn't have that. Like, you look at KD, he's got Kyrie Irving. You look at Anthony Davis, he's got LeBron. Um, you look at Shaq, he had prime Kobe Bryant. You look at Shaq again, he had D-Wade. Like... Every big needs like a, a guard or a forward that's just as good as him, and that's just as good, just as good as him. And Giannis isn't—I don't think Drew Holiday is that guy. Unless maybe, maybe they get trade for. Well, I don't think they're gonna trade for Bradley Beal now because they have Russ. But everyone keeps talking about like Giannis, like who does Giannis need, like this and that. What about Giannis? It's his job to get better, right? Like he can do everything. It's like. If he gets a consistent jump shot, jump shot, like he's literally unguardable. If he gets a like a 
consistent jumper, like not even a three, like a mid-range. Because in the playoffs, he's so predictable. Like he, all they need to do is build a like. How do how do you think the Heat beat 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 them in the playoffs? Because they just build a wall around him to stop him from driving to the basket. So and he, he needs it's his job to get a consistent J. It's like everyone's keeps saying, "Oh, what does Giannis need? Oh, what does Gian, What else does Giannis need?" Giannis needs to get in the gym and shoot and shoot and and even hit his free throws. What about uh, against the Celtics when he had a chance to tie the game, right? And he missed that free throw. Like, if, if you're Giannis, everyone keeps saying that, oh, Giannis is up next. Like, it's his job to get cons- get a consistent jump shot. It's not what all what Giannis needs. Yes, Giannis does need a sig- uh, true Robin, but he need- it's his job to get better, plain and simple. Especially that 200 max. Like, he needs to get better, plain and simple. That's all I'm going to say. Go ahead, Trey. I think it would be a good matchup. Bucks look back to bounce back from that embarrassing loss they took last night. And which I think they'll actually win. I think they'll show more urgency in this matchup versus the Heat. All right, so I'm not going to talk about the Bucks. I'm going to talk about the Heat. They're they're building something special over there. If they can get one more at least all-star to pair up on there, I feel like they'd be back to the finals for years and years to come, only because they have that type of culture <laughs> over there. Like, but yeah, Giannis again on Giannis about getting that super max. I feel like he could become better. He's still young, if you get what I'm like. He's he's only 24, 25, mm-hmm. so he still has time to develop that jumper. LeBron didn't get a jumper until his like fifth, sixth year in the NBA, so he still has time. And I feel like Drew Holiday would be a good signing. Uh, will turn out to be a good signing because they all play defense over there. And if they can play defense, it translates to offense. So that's my take on that. I like that one. John? Let's see, I, yeah, I'm in a blowout. I just think, I don't think the Bucks are anything this year. Uh, they've been very disappointed throughout the first three games. Granted, it's, it's still really early, but you can't get blown up by the Knicks. Yeah, man, that's inexcusable. Yeah, inexcusable. Yeah, that kind of stuck with me too, bro. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. That's in, that's inexcusable. Yeah, go New York. <laughs> didn't, didn't the Knicks have Bobby Portis last year, and now he's on the Bucks and they tap that ass? Wow. And Bobby Portis, Bobby Portis was actually good too, but that's the sad part. He's he's a good player. So all right, so we have so so we have so we have a new member, uh, Keith, that just joined the podcast. Uh, Keith, would you like to add any input on the Bucks versus uh, Heat game that's coming up? Sure, man, fellas, man. First off, thanks for having me, man. I heard a lot about you guys. I was one of the first people to hop on y'all podcast and check y'all out, man. And I loved it, man. So like, thank you for having me. Appreciate, nice. appreciate it. Yeah, fellas. Yeah, real for real. Real for real. Second thing, matchups. I mean, if we're going to talk, I'm a big basketball junkie. Big, big basketball junkie. I mean, if we're going to talk hoops, as far as the Bucks versus the Heat off the rip, I'm taking the Heat in that matchup nine times out of ten. You know what I'm saying? The Bucks, they got better. They got pieces this season. They had some additions, but at the same time, the primary problem they have, I think uh, it was, was it not Trey, it was TK. TK, so you touched on it. The man can't shoot. You got the Supermax, he can't shoot. We were watching a game ago. It was a game ago. They, um, I forget it was Garden, but they dared him, man. They stepped, they stepped back and let him have a wide open three. He airballs it. Like, 
I don't know. If, if it's me, oh, another thing I've seen from Giannis, oh, game one, he uh, had a, uh, I'm not sure if you guys remember, but they had they matched up with somebody. I forget. It happened that fast. I watched too much basketball. They um, gave up. Tatum. Tatum hit a three. Tied the game up, right? No, went up. Tatum Tatum hit a three. Went up. Oh, I seen that. The, the, the backboard shot. When Inside, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and the yeah, possession yeah, yeah. before that, they dared Giannis to shoot. <laughs> they dared him to shoot yeah. and gave it to him. In crunch time, bro. Like, come on. So, like, they dared him to shoot. Tatum comes down, hits three, puts them up. They foul Giannis at the rim, and then Giannis goes one for two, right? You know, mm-hmm. supermax, right? Can't close the game. I mean, that says a lot, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That says a lot about your leader, your franchise leader, you know what I mean? But anyway, as far as this particular matchup, the Heat and the Bucks, if the Heat have everyone healthy, I haven't looked, I'm not sure if you guys know, but if the Heat have everyone healthy, man, I'm taking that game nine, nine times out of ten. They knocked them off in the playoffs just now, you know what I'm saying? They smoke them. Mm-hmm. I, like, I just like that Heat culture. I like what they're building over there. Eric Spolcher is incredibly underrated as a coach. A coach and the actions that they run. Uh, Budenholzer is really good. John's a big fan of Budenholzer over in Milwaukee. I just think that, you know, when it comes to basketball in particular, like, you know, to have a good to have good players is one thing. To have a good system is even better. But then to have coaching that ties all that together and brings out guys' strengths. If you notice, they run two man games with like Duncan Robinson and Bam Adebayo. Bam slips to the rim, dunks the heck out the ball. Or like you got Robinson or Hero flaring on the opposite sides for a while. He just gets the most out of those guys, right? Like he just gets the most out of those guys. So like I mean, that's who I'm taking in that matchup nine times out of ten for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> damn, he just he just ripped that shit. But um, yeah, basically, I kind of agree with basically what he said. I think it's it's all about matchups, and I think, I mean, the Heat are brother, Heat are fucking scary good, bro. Like very good. Scary it's it's good. it's it's not even. It's not even that. It's not even about having all stars. Like, the, I think the Heat show you that it's a. It's literally about pieces, bro. Mm. Duncan Robinson is is not a good defensive player. What does Duncan Robinson do best? He shoots. You feel me? That's a piece right there. You got Tyler Hero mm-hmm. who does what he does. You got Jimmy Butler who leads the team. Then you got Bam. Like it's it's everywhere you look. There's a mm-hmm. fucking piece mm-hmm. everywhere to match up. You got match up. You got match up to to go against Giannis. I'm not worried about Drew Holiday. I mean, I wasn't really big on that on on that signing. I think Drew Holiday was. I mean, he's a pretty good player. I mean, it's, yeah. it's not Drew Holiday that we had two, three years ago when he when he was still pretty elite. I mean, that's not the Drew Holiday you're gonna get. Um, I think also another point that you guys touched. I think it's 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 very important that we talk about Giannis not stepping up in the fourth quarter. Come on, man. Come <laughs> on, man. Not stepping up in the playoffs. Hey, like <clears throat> this is the year they're gonna get him. They're gonna they're gonna talk about that. They they built they built him up. This, this is gonna be the year where we we realize if if if, if we. After this year, it's going to be the year where we talk about it if Giannis is actually as good as we say he is or if he's overrated. Because, like, mm-hmm. again, right, it, it can't be three, four years in a row to where, like, you're talking in the nah, playoffs man. again and again and again. Now, let nah. me get back to the matchup, though. I think um, the Heat are the way better team. The Heat are one of my top three teams in the in the East. In the I got East. uh, I got the Celtics. I got the uh, <clears throat> the Celtics, the the Nets, and the uh, Heat. And then I got the, the my sleeper pick as the Sixers. But, yeah, so... I think the Heat, the Heat are going to be one of the best teams in the East. Uh, which, like I said, with the Celtics mm-hmm. and the Nets, with the Sixers, um, I don't even think we're going to really even be talking about the Bucks. The Bucks, we're not going to. The Bucks are not going to be number one this year. I can tell you that. Like, we're, we're we're done seeing that shit. That 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 shit is over. A regular season, sixty games, it's over. 50, 50, 55 at the most. You feel me? And that's going to be good enough to be like a third or fourth because, like I said, the East is going to be scary good this year. But um. Mm-hmm. I think if, G- if Giannis is if Giannis 
is a is Giannis is a shooter. I think we're having a completely different conversation right now. Because then I'll pick the Bucks. I mean, you you there's nobody on the Heat that could stop Giannis if he's fucking shooting threes and getting to the basket and playing defense. They were having a whole other conversation. But like I said, uh, I got the Heat blowing this game out. To be honest, um, I mean, you can't get blown out by the Knicks. I mean, that's just. Exactly. I mean, that's just but that, no no offense, Keith, but that's just pathetic, bro. Like you can't you, you can't you can't get blown out by the Knicks, but that's unacceptable, bro. Not when you just signed Giannis to a fucking supermax. Like that's that's just extremely unacceptable. But but like I said, the Heat's gonna be one of the best teams. So I I, I expect the Heat to win by like if what what did the Knicks win by twenty? What did y'all say? Twenty two? How much is it? Twenty plus. They won by twenty. Yep. Okay, if they won by twenty plus. You think they're gonna win? Then then the Heat will beat them by thirty. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not big, on, I'm not big on the Bucks, bro. Like I'm not. Like I, I felt like we, the, they, they had their chance the last two years. That was the chance. Uh-huh. That was the chance that you needed to get to the finals. Like it was hit or miss. You had two opportunities. Teams don't get the opportunity to hit or miss twice. A hit or miss means fucking hit or miss. You get one opportunity. That's it. They had the opportunity twice, bro. And what happened? Giannis choked. Like it's 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 not a coincidence, bro. Like if if, if we're gonna criticize James Harden for all the times he's choked in the playoffs, we need to start criticizing mm. fucking Giannis too, bro. I don't care that mm. he's twenty-four. I don't I don't care how mm. old he is, bro. Like you choking the playoffs, you choking the playoffs. Like we've seen this shit. This is this is no coincidence, that's right. bro. That's right. So I mean, that's, well, at that's, least that's Harden actually. At least I mean, Harden actually that, that, made it to the conference finals, it's, though. Exactly. So, at least Harden. Like, and I, under, I understand Harden is 30 and all of that, but Giannis it's like... made it, too. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah. He lost oh, yeah, the year he before. Did, but he went, but, yeah, but the Raptors are good. Yeah. yeah, the Raptors are a pretty good team, too, though. So, I mean, the Raptors are one of those teams that's always there, bro. So, don't, he I mean, was up 2-0 against them, too. Wasn't yeah. he up 2-0 against the Raptors? Mm-hmm. 2-0. And then Kawhi came back and whooped that ass. <laughs> All right, guys. So, so let's jump to the next one. It's the Suns versus the Pelicans. PC, I'm gonna let you take this one first. So, I think in this matchup, this is a very intriguing matchup because the Suns, <coughs> every you know, have, you know, the guys, the crew's um, sleeper pick in the West this year, and I found it intriguing that nobody mentioned the Pelicans yet. I think the Pelicans. Even though that they lost to the Heat in their last game, they're low key one of the best, if not the best, sleeper pick in the West this year, for me at least. You know they have a solid starting lineup. Lonzo Ball is shooting the best in his career right now. Um, you know you have Zion, of course, and Zion's going to be Zion and be amazing. Brandon Ingram coming off an All Star career year last year. You know, he's been shooting the ball well. You saw the veteran, J.J. Redick. Now they have solid, you know, coaching and Stan Van Gundy. Like, you know, this team definitely, for me, like, giving vibes of, like, a, like, dark horse team, that team that is always going to annoy that, you know, upper echelon, upper seeding, you know, seed in the, in the Western Conference, like the Lakers, you know, like um like the Clippers, like the Nuggets, like the Rockets, you know, like, all those teams, like, I think the Pels have been given a run for them. And, uh, you know, this matchup, I don't know who would win this. This is going to be a really good game, in my opinion. Um, you know, because you still have De- uh, Devin Booker and Chris Paul on the other side and DeAndre Aiden uh, for Phoenix. So, in my opinion, this this may be game of the week. This may be sleeper game of the week for me. All right, let me let me let me let me take this. Let me take a second. Let me all right. 
So first of all, um, I got the Suns. I think I think it'll be a good game, but I got the Suns winning by eight to eight to twelve points. Um, I don't have the Pelicans as a sleeper team. I think they're about a year or two away. Um, Zion's gonna need a full year to actually play real NBA minutes. Yep, I think that'll yep, be this. That. That'll be that'll be this year. So I don't think. Like I said, they're about a, a year or two away. So when I say a year or two, I'm meaning next year, they'll be like a seventh, eighth seed, and then a the year after is when I think they'll start transcending. And you feel me? So um, so yeah, uh, the Suns are the Suns are they're there now. I think the Suns are my. I told you guys last week in the podcast, the Suns are my sleeper team in the in the West. I think they're gonna be like a four, a, a fifth, sixth seed. Like I think they're gonna be that good. When you add a guy like Chris Paul to a team. Devin Booker, who's already the, the mm-hmm. assassin that he is. I mean, at one point we there there was one point where people were were calling Devin Booker the young Kobe Bryant, bro. Like, literally mm. had the same type of jump shot, literally had the same turnaround jumper, everything, bro. Like at one point, you feel me? So, yeah, adding Chris Paul to that, and then DeAndre Ayton, who I think is is is, is a very underrated center because I and I think it's because the Suns don't get the Suns don't get enough TV time. They don't get enough. You feel me? Like enough people aren't watching, so people don't see how good the Suns actually are. I mean, we got a glimpse of that in the bubble when they won like fucking eight games in a row. I would have loved to see them in the playoffs. That was incredible, bro. I would, if the Blazers didn't make it and they put the Suns over the Blazers, I would not have been mad, bro. I mean, it still would have been Lakers in like six or seven or six, five or six, but it still would have been fun to to give them that experience. But yeah, but the the the, the Suns are my sleeper pick. I think the Pelicans are still about a year or two away. Like I said. Uh, Zion's gonna need a full year to get full NBA minutes, and let's see, let's let's see how he does with that first. <clears throat> and I think next year, like I said, next year they'll they'll sneak into the playoffs for like a seventh, eighth seed, and the new year after is where people are gonna start fucking respecting the Pelicans. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't think enough people are. I don't think enough people are woke on this Chris Paul to the Suns. That that's, that's they're sleeping on that, man. Bro. Yeah, they're literally. sleeping on that big time. I let I I let you go. I let you take over, Keith. Go ahead. Thanks, Trey. Hey, man, like, when I when I think about the Suns, you know, you know, what, what's our guy say? He calls him the quintessential point guard. You know, Chris Paul has been one of the best premier point guards our league has seen for some time, right? Now, you know, we can go ahead and just take him. We can take a look and see just a little bit of his body of work. Take a step back. You know, he plays with James Harden. We all know how hard that is, right? Or seemingly so. He plays with James Harden. They go to the conference final. He goes down. They end up, you know, losing it. You know what I mean? If Paul plays, I think they get over the hump, right? Because he was dealing with that headache of the Golden State Warriors, you know, with his run with the Clippers for, was that, five, six years? You know what I'm saying? Now, you take him, you put him on the Oklahoma City Thunder. Not only were they a 50-win team, didn't they make it to the second round last year? No, they were knocked up in the first round. They were knocked up in the first round. But they have a heck of a series. And he pulls that team along with a bunch of young guys, right? A bunch of young guys, an organization that's trying to find their way and get the direction. He goes there, makes his money, pulls them along, right? 51 team. Now you take him and you put him on this particular team, go into this matchup, the Suns and the Pelicans. I like the Pelicans. I really do. I just think they're a little too young. You know, they're a little too youthful. And to be quite honest, they might even be a little too comfortable, right? Like, I think a lot of people think Zion puts them over the hump. And T, you made a great point about 
him needing to have a year, a full year of NBA basketball under his belt, full 82-game slate before, like, you know, we know exactly what he would look like on a regular basis. Because to be honest, I love him. I love watching him in a Duke. I love watching him at Duke, but from what I see in the NBA, it's all just motor with him. It's all high motor. He outjumps guys, body guys, but, like, that's going to get you so much, so far, you know what I mean, as far as bumping and grinding with those guys in the league. Um, mm. Ben Gundy's first year as a coach, they're still figuring that out. Versus you have Monty on the other sideline who's been working with Devin Booker, who's been invested in their organization for some time. I think they have the edge. You know what I mean? They're trying to figure it out, but I think they're coming along quicker. Um, Aiden has the big, that pick and roll with Chris Paul. Can't stop it. You know what I mean? You can't stop that, especially when you got Devin Booker lifting on the opposite side or Jay Crowder cutting on the baseline or lifting on the opposite side. Jay Crowder has a level of toughness that they haven't had in some time. I do think... Just taking this a step further outside of this particular matchup, I think the Suns have a good shot at getting the eighth or seventh seed for sure. If I'm a if I'm a betting man, I'm putting my money up. I'm taking the Suns, you know, to uh, win that game versus the Pelicans for sure. Go ahead, totally. Great point. Yeah, I agree with you, Karen Keith. I I I think the Suns have the edge over the Pelicans. I mean. Zion, like you said, he has to have full NBA minutes under his mm-hmm, belt. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon Ingram, that's my guy. So I'm a big I fan know. of him. Yep. Yeah. Big fan. Brandon Ingram, he's great. I think he he won most improved player. I think he's gonna get better. But the Suns, man, they everyone keeps sleeping on them, man. Like Chris Paul, we all know who Chris Paul is. DeAndre Ayton, like if Luka Doncic and Trey Young wasn't in the same draft class as him. He probably would be the best, the best player in that draft. But he was in a good same glass draft with Luca and Trey, so that's that's why like people like don't really pay attention. But he's a really good center. Like, he's solid, the, real solid, and and he can he can roll, he can shoot the three, he can shoot the mid range, he can somehow defend. But, some guys yeah. they need they need um. Great examples. We were talking about duos a moment ago. Some guys need guys that elevate their game, right? Aiden mm-hmm. is a talent on his own, but you put a guy who runs the pick and roll as well as Chris Paul does with him, it mm-hmm. takes his game to another level. You know what I'm saying? Which yeah. in turn, I think, in, in turn, elevates Booker's game because now he doesn't have to get forced buckets. He can just get buckets when he when he he gets him where he fits in. It's you know much easier now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. The game of basketball is like it's a very very like. You have to be very attentive to the pieces you have around particular guys, man. Because pieces can complement. We're seeing it now mm-hmm. with the Warriors, right? You know, we're um we thought Kelly Oubre would be a great addition to them. <laughs> that nigga is trash. Right <laughs> he doesn't compliment. It's not going well so far. Not going. That experiment's not going well so far. You know what I'm saying? No, so that's just a thought. Without that was a great point you made. Yeah, don't want to mention that yet. Is it just me, or am, am I the only person who doesn't like the way another young? Well, I do not like the way the Pelicans are built. I'm just, I'm just not a fan of it. No, uh, it's very telling that their first round or 17th overall pick, Nikhil Alexander Walker, is getting no PT for them mm. at all. Mm. He is riding the bench. Mm. It's true. really it's a Zion and Brennan Ingram show. True. That's true. Uh, I'm thinking the Suns are blowout. Mm. I wouldn't uh, be surprised. Let's let's foreshadow this real quick, right? So I mean, a lot of us we don't. The Pelicans. Don't get me wrong. Now, as far as NBA money, right? Marketing, ticket sales, you know, broadcasting. 
we would want to see them on prime time if we could help it, right? We just had them on Christmas. But let's think long term, right? If we blow that franchise up, because it's going to happen, who do you keep? <laughs> who do you keep? Uh, That's true. Yeah, exactly. Because it's going to happen yeah. in a couple of years. Who do you keep? You heard it here on the podcast first. It's going to happen. Who do you keep? Keep Brandon. You definitely keep B.I. Yeah. It has to. I mean, I feel like I feel like I mean Zion is the obvious. Bi, I feel like you have That's to it. have to keep. I feel like you. I mean, I feel like you have to keep Zoe because I mean, Zoe's gonna get better now, bro. Ooh. I mean, his jump, his jump shot is so much better now, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, it's actually, it's bro, it's unreal how crazy like this man's jump shot is has fucking changed, bro. Like, uh-huh. and it's only gonna get better. So like, I, th- I feel like those are the three that th- that you would keep. Everybody else is. JJ Riddick is in his thirties. Yeah. Everybody else, I, Late I mean, 30s. Jackson. What? What is it? What, 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 I forgot his name, but uh, that's Hayes. Hayes, the center. Yeah, Jackson. Jackson yeah, Hayes. I mean, yeah. He he's just a young athlete, sh- man. He he's hasn't showed me shit he's yet. Yeah, floor, he's just, yeah. He's just, he's just, just long. Out there. He hasn't, exactly. He hasn't showed he's me anything there. yet. So they got Stephen Adams. Don't forget about that. Yeah, I like him. Stephen Adams, like 26? No, he's like almost thirty. I'm pretty sure. Twenty-eight years. All right, but he ain't he ain't untouchable. But go ahead, space. I'm taking the Pelicans over the Suns just to be Ooh, different than y'all. And and because I feel like the Suns, they haven't played together long enough yet, but the Pelicans have. They had a mm. whole season together. Except for, Zion, except for Zion, you know, except for Zion and Steven, Zion, of course. Zion, Steven Adams, and Eric Bledsoe. Yeah, that's about mm-hmm. it. But in that, most of them have played together. They know each other. They know their tendencies. It's going to take a few games for the Suns to get good. But I feel like both the Suns and the Pelicans squeak into the playoffs. Mm. That's that's who that's gets my... the higher seed. Who gets the oh, higher seed? Oh, the higher seed between one game, it'd be the Suns by one game. Ooh, hot take, hot take. Oh, I like okay. it. I like it. Oh, okay. it's, it's, oh, it's, it's, oh, it's, it's, yeah, you bold. You bold for that one, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. He out here. He out here for that one. Hot take. I like that. Serving them up on the silver platter. <laughs> okay, okay, Stephen A. Smith, relax. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, so the last, the last team that we're gonna do, guys, is gonna be the Hawks versus the Nets. Whoever wants to start off with that one, go ahead. I'll let you take it. Oh, Actually, you know what? You know what? Let, let's start off. With, let's start off with John, the Hawks fan. I, 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 I think the team is gonna be a lot of people fans. You heard it here first. Uh, I, I do think the Nets will win. Uh, just I think California will win out. But I, I, um, but I think Cam will give Katie. Or he'll still have his like vet type moves over the young Cam Reddish. But I, I think that will be a decent matchup. Underrated, very yeah. underrated matchup. But. I do, I do, th- I do think the Nets will win in a close game. Close game. Mm-hmm. All right. When you say I'll close, how close? When not, you say close, how close? Competitive. Uh, maybe the score won't show how close it was, but I'll say a competitive game. Okay. All right. Uh, again, well, I think that the Nets will win. Of course, Katie, Kyrie, go off. And as you mentioned, that matchup, Katie's gonna have nuts on this nigga Reddish's head. Oh, <laughs> going crazy! And it'll be interesting to see Kyrie versus Trey Young. That'll be real interesting to see. 
both good ball handlers and, well, and playmakers for their teams. But I think that the Nets win comfortable margin. Not a bad way for the first one yeah. pause, because it is the Nets, so. <laughs> Go ahead, Tolu. John, I'm I'm sorry, but um <laughs> uh, KD's about to run whoever offense on Cam Reddish. Like yeah, every I KD's eyes is gonna light up every time he's on him. All I'm gonna say. But Trey Young versus Kyrie, I mean they're gonna give each other buckets, but Trey Young is possibly one of the worst defenders at the point guard position in the Girl. league. So, <laughs> Kyrie's going to have that man dancing. Oh, like, yeah, ankles. <laughs> Kyrie's going to have him dancing. <laughs> but, yeah, the Nets are going to win. It's, the Nets are going to win. Like, I don't if, – if, 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 if the Hawks win, I'll be shocked. That's all I'm going to say. If the Hawks win, I'll send this nigga a dollar. We get two matchups, Wednesday and Friday. I was going to say, there's two matchups this week between these two teams, and um, I think the Hawks definitely have a chance to split both games. Um, I mean, just last night, all you have to do is play your game to the best of your abilities, and you will have a chance against the um, against the Nets. Look at the Hornets. They beat the Nets last night. With mm-hmm. It was like two points, but they were able to beat them. And you know Trey Young, he's able to score forty easily on any given night. If he's just able to get a little bit of help from you know John Collins and you know um, who who else on a Kevin Herdier, like as long as he is able to get solid shooting around him, and they play well enough defense to you know, I guess not not hold Kyrie and KD down, but. Um, Relief the, the stress of them scoring, you know, a combined 80 against your team. I think that the Hawks have a definite chance to win one of these games this week. Because um, I really do believe in the, in the Hawks and what they're doing down there. And, you know, they have a really good franchise player in Trey Young, you know. So I think they can have a definitely, like, statement, franchise statement win, you know, which would be the Nets. Um, in one of these two games. I think both teams are definitely going to be for sure, though. Um, Go ahead. I think, uh, well, I'll give my take on this really quick. Um, I don't think, well, actually, none of you did. I don't think people, like, none of you guys mentioned, like, KD, bro. Like, KD is back, bro. He looks great, too. Yeah, he, he looks, he looks incredible, great. bro. And I think yeah. that's going to be the difference maker in this game. It's going to be KD. Like, if it was just the Nets and Kyrie versus the Hawks, then I think we're having a completely different conversation. But KD is back. I think that's he's going to be the difference maker. Like, he's the he's the best player on the court. Um, No offense to Trey Young, because I love Trey Young. But Trey Young ain't no KD. So, um, he's not going to have the same type of impact on the game that KD is going to have. So, um, it's going to be a very close game. <clears throat> um, I got the Nets winning by, like, five-ish points. It's going to be a very close. Like, it's going to come down to a couple free throws. I think it's going to be that kind of game. Um, I don't think enough people are talking about the Hawks. I don't think enough people. I told I told you guys in the last podcast, Hawks are one of my sleeper teams in the East. 
that um I think they're gonna be like a six, seven seed. They're gonna finally get in the playoffs. Um with the with the greater distance that they added in the uh, off season. Um but like I said, it's gonna be a close game, but KD's gonna be the difference maker because KD is I mean, I feel like he's hundred percent back. So um yeah, that's that's pretty much my take on it. And John, I know you wanted to say something else, so I'm gonna let you go ahead, bro. Well, we gotta remember the hearts aren't even healthy yet. Also. And then they're about to be three and zero after tonight's win over the Pistons, but they're still Capella's still out for who knows when he's going to come back. I was I was frying your team up about that a while ago, bro. Y'all ever see a young team that have so many injuries, bro? You know, a young team with all these injuries. Oh yeah, we got guys sitting out with all these young cats, bro. Chris That's Dunn, wild to me, bro. First time that she's supposed to be back, uh, either this week or next week. Who's that? First time. I don't even know Probably, that happens. Yeah. Um, Rondo's out still. John already has a foot contusion. He's supposed to be back relatively soon. Tough. Tough. Yeah, y'all right. about to get smoked, man. The Nets about to cook y'all. The Nets are, <laughs> yeah, y'all about to cook y'all. You're bugging, dude. The Nets are, like, it's super cool. I think they're the number one seed in the East. We're calling it early. Same, same, they just same. look too They look too good. Man, you know, I'm going to tell a quick little cool little story, man. Like, I fell in love with watching NBA basketball, watching the 05 to 07, 08 Suns, right? Point guard for that team was Steve Nash, right? You know, they used to call that team. They used to say, this was never really a thing, but they called it seven seconds or less, right? You know? So you had the high-octane offense, man. How cool is it to have this guy, right? What I loved about his game was, like, he was incredibly smart. He was intellectual, and he could get other guys involved. And, like, he knew how to push buttons on guys to get them to do things they didn't know they would re- react to do in different spots, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, Mario Stoudemire with pick and rolls, Roger Bell, um, Leandro Barbosa, like all those guys, Sean Marion, you know? So now it comes full circle years later, right? He is the player development coach for the Warriors when they go on their run while KD is there, right? So that's the connection to Steve Nash becoming the coach with the Brooklyn Nets. He was a player development coach for the Warriors when KD got his two rings. So now it comes full circle, you know, Brooklyn, we get a team out of nowhere, random. We get a team out of nowhere. That's where I'm from. Sweet, you know what I mean? But then at the same time, Steve Nash becomes a coach. So that's so cool. I always thought that was cool. And I finally kind of, like, put it out there. Now, the Nets, for sure, I think, are the number one seed. From the games I've watched so far, they play a very free-flowing style of offense, right? Like, you know, they they hunt mismatches every now and then. If they can get a, a, a switch for KD... They'll do that. Kyrie feels like anybody's a, a switch. You know what I'm saying? So he's going at anybody. Um, how about Joe Harris out there getting that money? He signed that contract and played better. We don't see that from guys, right? We don't always see that. He signed that contract and plays better. So that's really cool. Love the Spencer Dinwiddie and Karis LeVert is going crazy off the bench. Crazy off the bench. Probably will get a candidacy for six men of the year. Um, that's a blowout, bro. Like, I can't even, like, name the Hawks players. Let me stop. That's disrespectful. I do like John Collins. And I like um, Trey Young. Man. I like Trey Young. I really do like those guys. But like, dude, like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm a Knicks fan too, so I know what it's like to be subpar and a little bit above subpar. And you know, Hawks fans are, you know, or Hawks teams are, you know, right now. Didn't uh, Spencer Dinwiddie just tear his ACL? Did he really? He did. Yeah, yeah he, he did. No, I didn't even know that, fellas. He's he's out for the rest of the year now. Uh-huh. Up so, uh, Spencer, 
I think that's a huge, uh, low key, a huge loss for them. Not, Just, um, mm, yeah, maybe, maybe. What's the what's the other guard they got? They got Tyler Johnson. Does he get more rep? Who gets more bump on that team? Is it Tyler Johnson? They, got they put they move Levert. Yeah, to the they, mm-hmm. they also got Shamit now. They got Landry Shamit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great pickup. A great pickup. Yeah, I think the uh, I think they get the number one team in the East. There, I don't. Who else is the better team in the East? Nobody. Um, like I said, Celtics and Heat. Heat, Heat maybe. I don't, I don't even. I don't think they're better Those than the Nets, though. Right. Heat, they're not better than Nets. I think we'll. That top two, three run in the playoffs. Yeah. That top two, three for the uh the East is gonna be something serious, but like I don't, I don't. Mm. Yeah, I don't even know what number I'm I mean. It's, it's, I, I the, East, the, it's, the East is going to be fun to watch, but it's kind of it's it's not. I wouldn't say it's actually you no. Know, actually, it's wide open, bro. I mean, because uh, right now the Nets look like the best team, but I mean that can change after thirty games. It can you know? change. Yep, it can change. Uh-huh. I made so, a comment to someone. It is very, it is really wide open right now. Like the top two teams that come out of the Eastern Conference are going to be like probably the top three best teams in the NBA. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. like an exaggeration. Like these, like there are so many teams that could possibly be the one seed. Like, I made a comment to somebody. I was like, "Yo, like the West, as always, we know the West is usually has the more loaded talent." You know what I'm saying? We haven't even talked about the Raptors, right? We mm-hmm. the West has the more talent, right? But like I said to someone, I think it was like a week or two ago, I was like, "Yo, like East has probably has the cooler stories, right? Like with the transition of like players, organizations, guys coming back. You know what I'm saying? Guys haven't left." I think the East has the cooler stories. And I don't know about you guys, but growing up, like, the West got all the love. You know what I'm saying? And the East, not so much. So I think that's really cool. The league is doing some incredible things in the middle of a pandemic. Underrated, man. Underrated. The East was known as LeBron's league for the longest time. LeBron league and everybody want to go to the East, bro. Exactly. Because they know he's gone. They don't have to play against him no more. Exactly. Hey, TK. Yo. Real quick question, because I wanted to touch on this on the last segment. Remember how you said Giannis, he was uh, when they're going to start saying he's overrated and, like, mm-hmm. he's broken and he already choked two playoff series? Yeah. When will you come to realization for Lamar? Because it's the same situation, pretty much. All right. All right. Uh, you see, you see, you see. I tell you what, Trey, I tell you what, bro. PC, next week, Here's what at, 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 at all right. Here's what we're gonna do, Trey. Next week, bro, me and you, all right. It's just me and you. We're gonna get a segment, bro, and me and you can literally go at this conversation for like three minutes, bro. And I, and I literally, I no, I'm serious. We'll put it in the next monologue, bro. I will literally let you say whatever you want to say about Lamar to me, bro, and then I have to say whatever I have to say back, bro. Dude. You want to see what we're time you open your eyes? Like, I love it. Because, I'm, you know, here, because, I'm here for it. All right, so bet. Yeah, really, right, y'all. So it's perfect because that's a completely different conversation, bro. All right, that's a completely different conversation, and I'm just letting you know right now, I'm gonna, ki- I'm gonna kill you next week on the talk. Now. I'm gonna let you know right now. You should have never did this. You should have never did this to yourself. You should have never did this. To I look forward to it, but let's move on. We're not. We are not going to diss my quarterback. Thank you very much. No, 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 no. I'm not going to diss your quarterback. Trey's trying to diss your quarterback, nigga. 
I'm talking to Trey. I, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Trey. <laughs> right. hey, I want to say one oh, thing. Yeah, so, hey, hey, Trey, 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 Trey. Didn't Peyton, didn't Peyton huh? Manning have multiple playoff lose, losses? Hmm? Multiple playoff losses, of course. Yes. Every player he has. So why are you why why are you comparing Lamar and Giannis? This is Lamar's like third season. This, like, <laughs> all right, guys. Hey, you next week, guys. Let's save it for next week. All right. All right. So guys, so let's jump into let's jump into the NFL now, guys. Let's let's do a uh, NFL review. Let's start with the Colts versus the Steelers. Oh God. Hey, fellas, before you get going, I, I just want to say, man, thank you for having me, man. I, I love every moment of this, and I look forward to hey, rapping with y'all again, man. Appreciate it. You are great, bro. Like, you, you nah. can tell you know your shit, bro. That's that's the type of people that we need. I love it, bro. I love it, bro. I'm going to be rapping with y'all in the chat, man, for sure. All right, All right. man. See you later. Thanks for coming All in, bro. Right, Talk to us. Yep. So, All right. Go ahead. Go ahead, Trey. I'll go first. The Colts really choked that game away, man. Cause what it was like twenty four seven at one point, and they didn't score at all after that. So like, props to the Steelers. I still don't think they'll win shit, but props to them for not being the Steelers that we thought they were for the past three weeks. And they actually showed up when it mattered this time. They still look early, but they came through and kept themselves from going down four straight, I believe. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Tolu. Yeah. Um. That especially. Uh, I think the Colts choked that game, especially that fourth down play. That fourth down play was terrible. Um. Props to the Steelers. I, I needed. I I was rooting for them because I need them to win for my Ravens to make the playoffs. So uh, I needed one of them. <laughs> so I had to root for the Steelers, but. I appreciate them for picking up the dub. I still don't like that. I don't. I still don't like Juju Smith's cooster with that cringy ass TikTok dance. Um, but yeah, it was a good win for the Steelers. They clinched the division. Um, good for my Ravens. They're almost at the playoffs, but we'll get into that later. Go ahead, John. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't watch a whole lot of that game, or I thought I was gonna be able to watch more, but I did not expect the Chiefs Falcons game to go down to the wire. Uh, so you focus on that game more? Yeah. But I, I, I did hear about the, <laughs> the, the, big, the big choke that the Colts had. Uh, maybe the Steelers finally woke up. Uh, definitely something to watch going forward. But, yeah, I just, thank, thank goodness the Falcons love to choke. <laughs> that was actually that was, in, in a sack. That was a that was a that was a really good game until like until the wire. But um, as far as the cheat, as far as the uh, sorry, not Chiefs, but as far as the Colts and the uh, Steelers, um, I'm not about to get like super overhyped, like over like what the Steelers did. Like they still did lose like three, two, three games in a row to some really bad teams. So I'm not gonna overreact to them winning. Uh, you know, a game against a, a a a good team, um. But I think, I think for them, they they needed that um <clears throat> some momentum to carry into the next game because now that we know that the Chiefs are going to be the number, the Chiefs are officially the number one seed and they get the only buy mm-hmm. in the playoffs. I think that was something that the Steelers were really going to need. So um, 
I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be very, very, very interesting to see what they do in the playoffs. Because I have them losing. I don't care what team they play in the playoffs, whether it's the Dolphins, the Ravens, uh, the the Titans, the Colts. I don't care who it is. I got them losing against any because I don't think they're better than any of the teams I just named. So, yeah, I mean, it was a good it was a good technically the Colts are out. It was oh yeah, that's right. And I can, that's crazy. They yeah. have ten wins mm-hmm. and they're not even going to make the playoffs. But that's crazy. I think that but yeah. five teams that are ten guys in the AFC right now, which and they're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. That's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, bro. there's that's four, four teams fighting for three spots. Yep, they're all ten. They're all ten and five. Colts win the AFC South. There's a potential that the Titans don't make the playoffs. Yep. Or the Titans. So whoever doesn't win this week basically goes to the playoffs and the other gets booted. Yeah. She's crazy. Titans win and they're in. You wanna you wanna touch on the game space? Uh I feel like the Steelers are super overrated. I feel like they might get lucky and win their first game and they get bounced in the divisional round. But other than that, they're overrated. And I feel like the Colts Philip Rivers himself is known for choking. Like, that's what he's known for. Like, I, I, as a Raider fan, watched that for, like, 17 years of my life. And how, countless and countless chokes. <laughs> so, it's, it's, it has that's what he's known for. Bad, bro. Literally, <laughs> that's what he's known it's, it's for. Been, it's been pretty fucking bad, bro. I can't even, like, it's disgusting. <laughs> mm-hmm. They right, should uh, give that nigga a choke hazard ability. <laughs> <laughs> this game was well. If you're a Packer fan, and if you're you, if you wanted the Packers to win, let's let's talk about the Titans in the Packers game, guys. Let's start. Let's start with uh, PC. So, um, this game was fun to watch for one thing, um, because who doesn't love? Uh, game on Sunday Night Football, you know, two good teams, two really good teams. Um, I I really expected this one to be close and competitive. And for a minute, for like a quarter, it was that. And then after that, in that first half, the Titans kept making really dumb mistakes on offense. Ryan Tannehill did not look like Ryan Tannehill. Derrick Henry, who's usually really effective, was not as effective in the snow. And Aaron Rodgers, being so used to these conditions, you know, him and Devontae Adams, it was like, oh, another regular game. You know, Devontae Adams still off for three touchdowns. You know, he has 17 on the year now. Rodgers, <laughs> you know, A.J. Dillon, you know, their, uh, their rookie running back had two touchdowns. It was like another day at the office for Green Bay. Like, they keep cementing themselves as the Super Bowl favorites each and every single week. And Aaron Rodgers... He's like, you know, aging fire than wine here. Like, like this team is not only so fun to watch, but like they're so dominant in every aspect. And especially that defense. I think if it's one thing that, you know, I will criticize Green Bay for this year, it had to be their defense, but their defense stepped up when they needed to. You know, had a couple of key sacks and interceptions. Uh, I believe it was uh, Darnell Savage who had two interceptions in that game. You know, so this this team is it's completely balanced on both sides of the ball. Um, Titans had no chance, and I, I kind of feel bad for them. You know, I don't think they'll be severely harmed by this, but 
um, yeah, there there's a lot of um, like good stuff to come out that can. If you're a Packers fan, you are excited for the playoffs because this team looks like a legitimate Super Bowl team for sure. John, I'm gonna be honest. The as far as my ranch tradition, I am now on. I'm a, I'm a full Packer. Go Pack, go in the in the NFC. I, I knew about AJ Dillon just I I watch NC State football uh, just for my dad and AJ Dillon I knew from the time he was a sophomore in college was going to be that that dude him and him and Aaron Jones now is one of the scariest duos as far as running the football and then you pair them up with Aaron. Probably the MVP this year, and I'll go ahead and say that as a Chiefs fan. That's that's just scary. And plus the second best wide receiver. Yes, I said second best receiver in the NFL, Devontae Adams. That's that's really scary. Tolu. Uh, I mean, I got. I mean, it's it's Aaron Rodgers. I I think he's the goat. Um, and Packers, you know. Devontae Adams, like I, the Packers are just they're just they're just built. They're just they're just an overall great team. Especially their defense with uh what's his name? Is it Darius Smith? That's his name? Mm-hmm. Former Ravens. Yeah, Ravens. Ravens let him go for um Michael Judon, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna they already pissed me off about that. So but yeah, they, their defense is great, their offense is great. I mean I if I would be shocked if the Packers don't make it to the Super Bowl. I, I think they're Super Bowl favorites in the NFC. Trey? Uh, well, I didn't watch a lot of the game because I was watching the Celtics last night. But from what I've seen, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, usual selves, A.J. Dillon, real good performance on the ground from him. The two rushing touchdowns and, like, I think his, his first start. Since he joined the league, mm-hmm. yeah, Titans. They were they just got manhandled. Like it was close at the beginning for a while, and then it just went downhill from there. But I still like the Packers to choke in the playoffs this year because they will, and Weapon Town will make it to the Super Bowl and win. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, do a championship one time, one time, Trey. One try, man. I'll let you go. Space to one time. Bucks, 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 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, All right. So me personally, um actually you know what? Go ahead, Space. I'm gonna let you go, then I'll go. No, you go ahead, go you got it. Speak um, on, man. I had already had the Packers going to the Super Bowl. So I mean, this week I just looked like a very, very, very smart man. Um, but yeah, in all seriousness, though, um, like I think once again we're we're all realizing that literally, when you talk quarterbacks, if you're talking best quarterbacks, you you cannot have a list, a top two, top three list without Aaron Rodgers or, or Patrick Mahomes, bro. Like I think it's just getting ridiculous of how good. A, it's just crazy how good Pat, of, of how good Aaron Rodgers is consistently. Like, 
The dude is 36 years old. Can can we can any of us remember the last time Aaron Rodgers had a bad year? Like has actually has Aaron Rodgers ever had a bad year? Like that's I'm actually asking a serious question right now. I don't think Aaron Rodgers has ever oh, had a bad year. Dude. Like it's 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 crazy. It's it's like it's consistent. Every single year, Aaron Rodgers could literally win the MVP. Every single year, Aaron Rodgers looks like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, he made the. I think we 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 more sort to talk about the the Packers defense and how incredible they looked last night because that was a, that was a pretty good um offense that they were facing. Um, they had Ryan Tannehill looking like the Ryan Tannehill from the Miami Dolphins. That's the Ryan Tannehill that I was used to seeing. Very, very, very average, sometimes subpar quarterback. Like that's that was the Ryan Tannehill I was used to seeing. So I think um we need to give a lot of props to the Packers defense. Um they they to be able to shut down Derrick Henry and shut down um Ryan Tannehill to that in that offense, that's that's not an easy task. So I think the defense should get props for, for 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 what they did, and then, like I said, Aaron Rodgers, but he's just a, he's in, in the words of Stephen a, a. Smith, that's a bad man, literally. So, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is definitely going to be the MVP of the season for sure. He went in there and just gave it to the Tennessee. He, he another day at the office, as PC said. It was another day in paradise for him. Little snow didn't bother him whatsoever. But I think I think the, the Packers are definitely it's gonna be a Packer Chiefs Super Bowl for surely. Hot take coming soon. Oh, enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, before we move on to our next segment, uh, I want to mention the sponsor of today's episode and that is anchor so anchor has been very useful in the uh beginning years for whs or however long we decided to do this podcast so anchor is a free app downloadable on the app store and google play and is the easiest way to create your own podcast there are creation tools right in the app to help you edit right on your desktop laptop or even your phone and you're able to distribute your podcast on multiple services, including Anchor itself, Spotify, and Apple Music. The best part is that you are able to make money with minimum viewers through, advertise- through advertisements just like this one. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm to get started or download the free Anchor app on the Google Play Store or the App Store, as previously mentioned. That is anchor.fm to get started. All right, so moving on, boys. Uh, we have to talk about college basketball. Um, so, John, you're the college basketball aficionado for us. Um, so I know there are a lot of marquee matchups this week, um, and I know you want to give your predictions for conference play. So I'm going to let you have the floor here. Uh, give your your let's, – let's start with predictions um, in the conference. So out of the ACC – um, I'm not that big of a believer in Florida State this year. Uh, obviously, they might even cut it on uh, at the end of the year. But I'm gonna go a sneaky one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Louisville out of the out of the ACC, and they they they're a young team. Just they'll continue to get better. But Louisville is my pick. Uh, Florida State and Duke will also be up there. Out of the SEC, I gotta go with my guys. 
the University of Tennessee. They they look like by far the best team out of the Southeast Conference. Missouri is another good team who actually that's a little later. Uh, that's my that's a big marquee matchup on Wednesday night at nine o'clock. Uh, Pat twelve. Probably, probably will have to go with the Oregon Ducks uh, until someone else can knock them off. Big Ten, uh, always a tough conference. I know they lost tonight, uh, but was number six Wisconsin. Uh, very, always a really good team. Uh, Mission will also be a good, is a big one to watch. And the bit, the Big Twelve, it's, it's all about the Kansas Jayhawks until. Or the maybe even the Baylor Bears this year, this year, but Kansas is my pick out of the Big Twelve. Uh, as far as marquee matchups go, well, we actually had one tonight. Uh, number twenty-one Missouri, uh, Minnesota, number seventeen Michigan State. Uh, Minnesota's currently up twenty-three on that one. Uh, and now the, the big one Wednesday night, the University of Tennessee against the University of Missouri. Uh, it's a beginning of the year. No one really saw this as a big matchup. Obviously, people knew Tennessee would be good as they were projected, or they were, they were ranked uh, 12th in the preseason poll, but Missouri, after knocking off a top 21 or number 21 in the country, Oregon on the road, they also knocked off a top 10 Illinois team with a draft-eligible prospect on there. Um, but Saturday is Saturday in college football. Saturday is a big day in college basketball as well. Uh, with <coughs> highlighting two highlighting two big matchups: Duke and Florida State. Um, Duke is not the team that everyone thought they would be this year, but again, they're still young. Hey, uh, hey, 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 hey! <laughs> <laughs> and then the Florida Florida State's a another young team, but they they lost a. Decent UCF team uh, at home, but again, uh, then the the big one Saturday at twelve o'clock, and I'm shot this is a twelve o'clock game. Uh, that is number three Kansas and number eight Texas with Greg Brown uh, Jr. Uh, number three versus number eight. Yeah. Okay, it's gonna be a real good game. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a very good game. Yeah, I was gonna uh, ask you, Mister uh, College Basketball, our College Basketball guy. What, 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 what's going on with uh, what's going on with Duke and um, Kentucky and and all those teams that we're used to seeing at those top ten spots? What's going on with those teams, bro? Like, I'm I'm a Duke fan. I'm a Duke fan, so I I would personally like to know why do we suck so fucking much this year, bro? I'm not. I'm just gonna say. I'm just gonna say it's being a young team. Uh, especially for Duke, um, they have all the pieces are there. It's just trying to take time to gel. Because uh, you didn't have the the regular preseason like in college, where you have the regular preseason basketball as far as practice, and you, there's usually a school uh, scrimmage. I know Tennessee does one with Davidson every year. Uh, they did one with Clemson one time. But you don't, you don't, you never hear about those kind of games. But not being able to play those preseason games. Got you, uh, got you, okay. Yeah, and then for Kentucky, again, with being a young team, but they don't have a true point guard. So they don't have that Shea Jordan Alexander, the Ashton Higgins that they've had for a couple years. 
Um, sure, even what's the day? Even when even that really bad Kentucky team that lost to um, Robert Morris in the first round of the NIT, mm-hmm. they had they had two point guards in Ryan Harrow and Julius Mays. Both okay. transfers from NC, from NC State, by the way. Okay. But okay. I think that's going to do, do it for my college basketball segment. You see? We appreciate that, bro. That's our college basketball guru. Ooh. He does all college basketball guru. He's our social media guy. John, he's been excellent for us. Great pickup. All right, boys. So let's move on to the game of the week. Now, it was during the NBA bubble last year that our crewmate, our colleague, Tolu, he, um, he famously, notoriously, came out with a very infamous rant after the Lakers lost game one of the first round against the Trailblazers. I think we all remember it. It was on Twitter, Instagram, somehow made its way onto Complex. And world star. World star. Um, it was everywhere, man. It was truly everywhere. It was a truly great rant. If you if you have not heard it, if you had not um, like seen it or whatever, I will put a link. We- we and will post a link on our Twitter page. We will post the link on our Twitter page, and we will get it out there because it surely must see stuff. So this game is inspired by that rant. This game is called Told Lose Rant. So I will thirty seconds. When you ain't Gabriel, and once you guys this closer right here, that is when you will have. Uh, no time left to rant on this game, so I'm going to give you a sports situation that can be up to rant from the perspective of the player or team or fan, whoever it is on these situations. So oh, this is going to be dope. I like this. I like this. So, I'm going to start with you, Space. I'm going to give you 30 seconds on the clock right here. Rant from the perspective of a fan like yourself after the epic collapse y'all had against the Dolphins. Excuse me, against the Dolphins and eliminating yourself from the playoffs in the process. Your defense officially starts right now. The so, niggas make uh, me sick. So, <laughs> 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 oh my God. Oh, wait, do I have to rant right now? Yeah, That's, Space, you can rant, bro. Like, yeah, you can yeah. Like, yeah first bro. scream. As much as you want. Okay, um, well, it doesn't really affect my Ravens right now because we're in the playoffs as we speak. We just need to beat the Bengals, but that pissed me off. Um, uh, is it 30 seconds up? That was his face, but he muted his mic after he said them niggas. Yep. Yeah. So, you're going to get a fresh 30 seconds, bro. You just basically picked up. That's very good of you, actually, bro. That's 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 great. That's 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 what professionals do, bro. So good job on that. Shout out to Tolu. Oh, Tolu. Um. So well, let's. Uh, I'll say with you, Tolu. Uh. So, thirty seconds on the clock. Rant from the perspective of Steph Curry after the Warriors have been blown out now in their first two games. Your thirty seconds starts right now. 
Steph Curry, you're shooting terrible from the three-point line this year. So you're telling me in practice you can go, you can make 105 straight three-pointers with no miss. But when you're in the game, you're shooting like me out there. Like, I can't shoot. I can't throw a rock in the ocean. I can't throw a rock in the ocean. But you go five minutes in practice without missing a single three-pointer. Do better, Steph Curry. James oh Wiseman is better than you right now. Oh. <laughs> that was rough. <laughs> I, hope, I hope Steph Curry somehow finds this. And gives oh my God! I mean, he makes a hundred and five straight threes in practice, but in the it game, can't make he a can't single three a in the game. What? what? <laughs> How is that possible? I I celebrate if I hit four in a row, and this motherfucker makes a hundred and five in a row. <laughs> like, oh my God! Come on, Stephanie. I'm gonna go to you now. So, I know the Rams were your Super Bowl favorite in the FC. Um, they just lost to the Seahawks. So, rant from the perspective of a Rams fan after losing <coughs> to the Seahawks this past week and possibly not winning the division out. Your 30 seconds starts right now. If I'm a Rams fan, you, lost, you just lost to the Jets. The worst, okay, now the second worst team in football. And you followed it up with a performance... Why that? The first is the worst. One of the worst defenses. They remind me of the 2018 Kansas City Chiefs defense. The mm. worst defense I have ever seen. And you can only put up, what was it, 13 points? Come on, bro. <laughs> that was Six a smart stomach, bro. <laughs> All right, Trey. I'm going to go over Al, it's your turn. So, I want you to rant from the perspective of a Clippers fan after you just watched your team lose by 51 points to the Dallas Mavericks. Your <laughs> second starts right now. These niggas, they blow 3-1 leads in the goddamn bubble. They <laughs> are. And then they translate that bullshit to the regular season. Nigga, what was the score? Like 68 to 20-something at the half, nigga? That's terrible. You get blown out by 50. Magic Johnson ran the Lakers at one point, and this nigga is even talking about how y'all niggas got blown out. And that nigga <laughs> stuck as a GM, whatever the hell he was. That nigga said he's never seen that before. That's terrible. <laughs> I don't give a damn if Kawhi was playing or not. You are you should not be losing by fifty. Like fifty. That's unacceptable, bro. Them niggas sure. unacceptable. When he was bleeding on the floor. That's how it's a help. It's a help. You might as well put me out there. Like the fuck? It's true. All right, TK. This one's for you. I know that you uh you want James Harden to get traded to uh, anywhere, really, at this point, I feel. So, I want you to rant from the perspective of James Harden after the Rockets lost to the Blazers in OT this past weekend. After he finished with 44 points. Your second starts right now. I gave you niggas a list of teams. I made my stomach so fat that it went viral. 
on the internet. <laughs> I have given you more options of more teams that I want. Nigga, I do not want to fucking be here. I don't want to play with fucking James, uh, John fucking Wall. I don't want to fucking play with fucking Andrew or, or, or fucking Boogie, fucking Cousins. I don't want to play with none of these niggas. Get me the fuck out of here. And get me the fuck out of here right now, bro. Get me out of here now, nigga. There you go. That was that nigga was in the strip club. Damn, Trey, Trey, I should have said that too, bro. Fuck, bro. I forgot that one, dog. He's like, my nigga, I was in the strip club. Strippers over titles. Strippers over titles. Hey, I like that segment. That was great, bro. Yeah. All right, so... We come now to everyone's hot takes of the day. Uh, it could be of any sports situation of any kind, of any team, any player, wherever you want. So I'm going to start with you, TK. Give me your hot take of the day. <coughs> All right. Um, I think I'm going to do something different from my Broncos because I'm, I'm, I'm sick of always <laughs> fucking talking about the Broncos. I, I, I just... It's just sad times, bro, for, for, for all Broncos fans. Any Broncos fans listening, I'm sorry, bro. We're, we're, we're going to be okay. We're going to get back to the promise, man. I promise you. But um, I want to talk about the NBA. Um, The Suns, okay. So I know I said the Suns will be like a fourth, fifth seed. I'm going to say that the Suns are going to be like, this okay, so I don't think I I don't think the Clippers are gonna be like a, a, a top three. I don't know why the Clippers are they just don't mm-hmm. look right, bro. I don't know what it is. So let's replace my number two team with the Nuggets and let's put the Suns at that third spot. So mm-hmm. my hot take for this week is gonna be the Suns will finish a top five team. I'm I'm assuming at number three. In the West, in the very, very tough Western Conference, which I think if the Suns are able to do that, bro, I think that does a lot for the legacy of Chris Paul. But that's my hot take. Suns will be number three. If I'm being more realistic, I'll say top five, but I'm going to say number three. I'm going to go with my head instead of my heart. I'm going to say number three. And, yeah, they're going to be a, a, a very, very, very good team in the West. Very real hot take. All right, space. Hot take. Ooh, my hot take is going to be from the NFL. It's going to include this year's playoffs. It's going to be Packers, Chiefs, Super Bowl. Packers win by two. Mm. Ooh, all right. You were talking about it earlier. You said if the Packers make it to the Super Bowl and win. Aaron, I, feel I, like tired. I, feel like, I feel like he does, to, truthfully, to be honest. I don't know if he yeah. really do, if he really, really will, but I feel like he he can go with peace of having two rings. I agree. To to a sense, I agree with that. All right, uh, Trey, go ahead. Your hot take of the day. Uh, let me sit up for this one. Oh, this is real I'm hot. Away. You're I'm gonna for this all day. But this is real hot. Okay, mark my words. Four years from now, Patrick Mahomes he opts out his contract and he comes to the Patriots. Yes, sir. That's He's gonna wanna come and play for my Yes, sir. Before he goes, I'll check the entire thing by then. 
John, Four that's years. not two shots. That's not two shots that Loki have you been thrown at you. Dwayne fucking Trashkins. Four years. <laughs> John, said, mark John, my you're letting this slide? No, but John, you're going to let this slide? I'm, I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted for you. <laughs> I'm disgusted for you. Especially, at least Space has to go in the Super Bowl. What? <laughs> Four years. <laughs> what? I mean, four years. It's, I mean, anything can happen in four. At least he said a, four years. He's on a thirteen-year deal. He's gonna say fuck that money. He'll make that back. He's gonna come with us. Seven and eight and nine and ten. That's not even a hot take. That is. <laughs> hot take. That is. That's he's a sizzling. That's he's like a sizzling. That, 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 that is a trade. That's a trade. That's a I put all my chips on the table with that one. Wow. Uh, I'll he give you three hundred dollars. One, two, three, four. Three hundred dollars on the table. Three hundred dollars on the table. If Patrick Mahomes somehow goes to the Patriots in four years, you say three hundred. I mean, you didn't realize you three hundred. The Patriots Ooh. do be like doing shit that we never thought. You know, we're not gonna have this company. Let's have it. A, let's have it a year or two down. I'll, I'll be. I'll be. Trey. Trey. said. Trey said. Pat Mahomes is gonna say fuck the money. You do realize he's getting paid half a billion. And, half a, and a, after the already after this year, they're gonna re- he's already, renegotiate. Isn't he already like a half owner of a baseball team? He said. Fuck yeah, he, he's he's an owner of the Royals. Exactly. Yeah, he's a partial owner of the Royals, but he's not gonna turn around and be a partial owner of the Boston Red Sox. Chiefs ain't gonna be doing shit. He's gonna be like, all right, fuck these red niggas. Yeah, that's it. That that Kansas Kansas City, but they 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 nigga they would they would give that nigga the keys to everything if they could. Right. That nigga that nigga would have people. That nigga would have houses if he could, bro. (laughs) You just see Patrick Mahomes walking up. He would have keys to bitches' houses and cars and everything. (laughs) That's how he did something for that city. Literally, he did did something for that city that they haven't experienced in fifty years. Yeah. Ring, right. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. Got his city ring. Left them weak ass niggas. We heat out of there. <laughs> I like. I'm gone. All right. Here's my hot take, though. Here's my hot take for the involving the NFL playoffs. I'm gonna say for the. I'm gonna say for the third straight year, the New Orleans Saints lose in some dramatic fashion. Oh. They're so then Drew Brees retires, right? Drew Brees is yep. retiring, right? Either way. Yep. Or does he go another year and try to knock it out again? Nope. Nope. I, I think I think if it's a early, we'll, we'll call it first or second round exit, I think he retires. He gives me Brett Favre. What if, okay, so what if they get to the NFC Championship? I think and he runs back. And, and, and let's say they lose by just like a field goal because it's fucking Aaron Rodgers and he just sees him down the field for a winning field goal. I, I, I think I think he comes back. Okay. 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 But it, right. it's it's Super Bowl. If they win, if they win the Super Bowl somehow, some way, then he, I think I think he rides up into the sunset. But also, if he's a one or first or second round or wild card or divisional divisional round upset. Yeah, he's uh, out of there. Comes back. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I can see that. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, PC. What's your hot take? Uh I want I want to let the Tolu go first. I, I have to I have to confirm a couple of things before. And okay. so go ahead, Tolu. Uh Tolu. All right. So 
What seed are the Ravens in right now? I they're think like they're the. the I think they're that last seed, right? Are they six or seven? Um, right now. Hold on. Dolphins. Dolphins won, right? They're, they're the sixth uh-huh. seed. They're tied with the. Uh, yeah, they're the sixth seed. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Okay, so once the Ravens pull off that win against the Bengals, because I swear to God, if they lose to the Bengals, you will never see me on this podcast ever again. <laughs> but <laughs> nothing hot take when the the. Ravens will meet the Steelers in the first round, and they will knock them off. Lamar's like first playoff victory will be, will against, be against those the those Juju Smith Clooster Steelers, and he will make me so happy. And I love to see Juju Smith post a TikTok. I would love to see his. I would love to see the tears in that bitch face when he loses <laughs> to Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. When Lamar Jackson does the juke moves all over him when Hollywood Brown's doing this damn. Oh, I, 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 need, I need I need the Ravens to play the Steelers in the first round. They only beat RG3 by five points. Five points. And they only made the comeback with Trace McSorley in that game. Trace McSorley. I need to see oh, the Steelers God. in the playoffs. It's just, it's just a need. It's not a want. It's a need. I need <laughs> Lamar Jackson against that Steelers Steven. I need Lamar juking TJ Watt. I need Lamar. I need it. Ravens and the Steelers will meet in the first round. Lamar Jackson will get his first playoff W against the bitch ass Steelers. And Johnny, Johnny boy, Mr. Patrick Mahomes, would stop coming at me during the boy. <laughs> you, you would stop. I can finally say. My quarterback has a playoff victory. I don't care if you lose in, in, the, in the next game. All, it, would, it would make everything better one. if Lamar Jackson <laughs> defeats the Steelers in the first one round. Because they can have you. Steelers, Ravens, first round. Lamar's going to get his first playoff W. Tulu. 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 I like yeah. that. I like that. I like that. I'm going to clown you if he, if he does not get that first playoff win. Yeah, okay. until he gets he his went. first playoff. One point out to you, Tolu, the, the Steelers, a team collectively posted a TikTok of them dancing in the locker room after they won and clinched the division yesterday. Oh, yep. <laughs> oh I got it. Lamar Jackson's going to go crazy. I think you're hot to <laughs> Oh man, we're I'm, we're not gonna hear the end of it, are we? Um, <laughs> I cannot wait, man. Um, for my hot take, um, it comes out of the NFC East division. I mean, <laughs> that division's been this year. Um, as an Eagles fan, we're out officially. Um, so, if I had to pick one team to come out of that uh, conference, I don't want. Sorry, ass Cowboys to win that division. 
That just can't happen for me. I can't you use neither. too many yeah. people in that in our group chat that would clown me for it. <laughs> ben, they're the <laughs> giants, and I don't want to see Ben happy after all the shit that he's talked about for this year. <laughs> I just not know how to handle Sean too. Sean too. Sean too. Mm-hmm. I know y'all are listening to this. I don't want the sorry ass giants to win either. So by default. That leaves the Washington football team. They have been the most resilient team, I think, out of all the teams in the division this year. Especially Alex Smith. And if Alex play, plays on Sunday, the Washington football team are winning. So, for my hot take, not only do I have the Washington football team winning the division, I also have the Washington football team winning a playoff game this year. And I think not only is their defense capable enough of keeping them in games, all they have to do is let Alex Smith do his thing on offense and, you know, have their running backs, Antonio Gibson, and, um, you know, that, that wide receiving core led by Terry McLaurin do their thing. Logan Thomas, who has been a huge, crucial part of that offense this year. The Washington football team, they have been solid all year round. I think they've been played by injuries a lot. Um, and... <coughs> Regardless of who they face, it could play into your hot take. Uh, I forgot who said it, but um, it was the Saints choking for a third year in a row. That was your hot take, John. And, you know, I think it can honestly happen because the Saints are notorious for choking. Drew Brees is notorious for choking. So that's my hot take. Washington football team winning at least one playoff game this year. PC, and there's history behind that. Uh, Two, I know I said maybe a couple weeks ago. That the both teams the last, in recent years that have been under 500 have each won a playoff game. Mm-hmm. 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 And last time dating back to the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was the that was the beast mode game, the beast quake. Yep. Our yep. Show. Yep. Yep. Not crazy. Yep. Oh, when they still had them ugly ass jerseys. Yep. <laughs> Where navy navy blue or. I don't even want to call it navy blue. It was some random weird ass. It, it was like a really weird faded color of blue, really yeah. faded dark color. It was weird. They, they Two color. different colored blues. Your former Blues clues. <laughs> space, space. Do you want to? Do you want to give a space? Did you want to give a hot take? I already gave one. It was the yeah. You did. It was the Aaron Packers. Rogers, yeah. Yep. The Packers and Chiefs. Okay. All right. So, so everybody gave their hot take. Yeah. Four years. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> count it. One, two, Trey. three, twelve. Trey, you can keep dreaming. You can keep dreaming. It's okay to dream. We're you know, uh, I dream it. every night that my nigga AB is in a Pats jersey. It doesn't come true. <laughs> really? So we're at towards the end of the episode two here. It was a wonderful episode uh, full of great guests. Um, once again, we want to thank Keith for coming on to the show, uh, providing his basketball knowledge, um, a very vast like amount of knowledge that he had to bring to the table. Um, you know, with this podcast, um, what we're trying to create, you know, this one was, <clears throat> this one was meant to feel a bit more personal, on the sense of getting to know all of us. <coughs> yeah, me, myself, PC, TK, 
Tolu, John Trey, Space Now, CC. There are so many more people that we intend to bring onto the podcast that y'all have not heard yet that have a lot of unique perspectives, a lot of um, great takes and knowledge of, you know, all kinds of sports that we, we want y'all to experience. Um, you know, we just, we don't want you to, like, think you're just listening to some random, you know, like, kid, like, talking about, you know, basketball or football. Like, we have a lot to offer in the sense of, you know, we, we have, like, a lot of success with, um, you know, the group chat that we have and our first state group chat. You know, there are a lot of guys that I think can bring a lot of knowledge to this podcast. Um, this one right here, um, it feels... I'm trying to find right where it feels right to have this core, you know, and to have, like, what we've been able to experience through two episodes so far. Um, and there's just so much more yet to come in this podcast. Um, I do want to pay my respects. Uh, rest in peace to John Huber. He is better known in the uh, wrestling world as Luke Harper, a.k.a. Brody Lee, uh, who unfortunately passed away this past week. Uh, so rest in peace to you, John Huber. That is all I got to say. Make sure to follow us, our podcasts on Anchor, on Spotify as well. Um, make sure to follow us on Twitter as well, at WHS underscore podcasts. And that's all I've got to say. Any final comments from anybody? Aaron Rodgers is one of the... But, 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 but. back. <laughs> I'm telling you, if the Steelers meet the Ravens, if the Steelers meet the Ravens in the playoffs, the Ravens will win. I'm telling you. I want the I'm going to end it with this. I'm going to end it with this. Drew Locke could be the next next Josh Allen. Remember. Remember how bad Josh Allen looked. Remember how bad Josh Allen looked. Yeah, I go. Yeah, I go. Let's wrap this episode up. You gotta go. You gotta go. You can't stay here, but you gotta go. Episode two is in the books. Make sure y'all listen to this, and we want to thank you all for listening. And as always, stay safe and take care. Peace out, everyone. Salute. Four years. Four years. Shut up, Trey. Four years, bro.